जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय गोपी जानवल्लाधारी जय गोपी जानवल्लाधारी जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन जशोदानंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यमुनतीरावन चारी तीरावन चारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी गोपी जनवल्लाभ शोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजन जशोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजन यशोदानंदन ब्रज जन रंजन तीरावन चारी यमुना तीरावन चारी जय राधा माधव कुंज बिहारी राधा माधव 
in uh, the history of this world. And we can see so many things are happening in this world that probably confuse people, make people wonder why things happen like this, why there's so much conflict, why there's such a thing as, uh, such things as alternate reality, alternate facts, and how the alternate facts are as important as the real facts, you know, like that. All these things are happening. All of this is so that we will actually understand the truth as it is, rather than have some romantic idea of what the reality is, and as a result of which continue to have difficulties in this world like that. So, um, uh, to bring it to the present and, and to the future, I wanted to speak from the Chaitanya Charitamrita, the very final chapter of the Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is called the Antelila. And in Antelila, the last chapter of Antelila is chapter 20. And um, so these are the verses of chapter 20, but I'm picking out one verse in particular so that we can be enlightened in a way that our lives, we can look forward to the future in a way that will encourage us, give us enthused, uh, make us enthused like that. Uh, as far as our devotion is concerned, um, we serve with more love and devotion, all of the love and devotion actually that our hearts uh, can command like that. And there's steadiness because there are going to be challenges and if we're steady, that is what pleases Krishna the most. He actually describes it in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita, which itself is a condensation of the Srimad Bhagavatam. Srimad Bhagavatam is in the, in the cabinet on the other side. You will see a whole set of books called the Srimad Bhagavatam. It's considered the most amazing and famous treatise in spirituality ever written, past, present, or future. And But it's a very vast work. Initially, it had one billion verses in it. It was condensed to 18,000 verses. The printed version is 18,000, but which if you go back, for all of us, by the way, you can't become a devotee unless you've been a demigod or demigoddess in your previous life. There's a way you progress to becoming a devotee. So devotees actually are the past demigod, demigoddess, but in the demigod, demigoddess part of our lives, we read the Srimad Bhagavatam, and there it was one billion verses. And now it's 18,000 verses. But even 18,000 verses is very long for people, so it was condensed into a short version called the Brihad Bhagavatamrita. And in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita, uh, Brihad Bhagavatamrita, Krishna concludes by saying that the most important quality a devotee has is steadiness. They stay steady in their service. Despite the ups and downs, they stay with it. Just like in love, where you know we say that we're going steady with somebody. It means that there will be ups and downs between the lovers, but the love will continue like that. Parenting is another great example. How many times parents go through so many difficult challenges, but they don't give up their parenting. They stay, they continue parenting, and that makes the family a stable family and a happy family like that. So, um, in Chaitanya Charitamrita, this verse is a very famous verse. It is part of what is called Sikshashtaka. The eight verses that Srila, uh, that, uh, that uh, Goranga Mahaprabhu wrote. Mahaprabhu did not write anything because for him, it was the practice of Krishna consciousness that was more important than anything else. But he was urged to at least write something, so he wrote eight verses. That's all he wrote. But in those eight verses, he wrote everything there is to know. If you know those eight verses, there is nothing in this world that you will not know, and not, and you will you'll always know how to deal with situations, how to deal with your own life, and in and everything around you, everyone and everything around you, like that. And so this is the first of the verses. For those of you who know it, you can please chant along with me. 
ಚೇತೋ ದರ್ಪಣ ಮಾಜನ ಭವಮಹಾದವಾಗ್ನಿ ನಿರ್ವಾಪನ ಚೇತೋ ದರ್ಪಣ ಮಾಜನ ಭವಮಹಾದವಾಗ್ನಿ ನಿರ್ವಾಪನ ಶ್ರೇಯಕೀರವ ಚಂದ್ರಿಕಾ ವಿತರಣ ವಿದ್ಯಾವಧು ಜೀವನ ಶ್ರೇಯಕೀರವ ಚಂದ್ರಿಕಾ ವಿತರಣ ವಿದ್ಯಾವಧು ಜೀವನ ಆನಂದ ಬುದ್ಧಿವರ್ಧ ಪ್ರತಿಪದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾಮೃತ ಸ್ವಾದನ ಆನಂದ ಬುದ್ಧಿವರ್ಧನ ಪ್ರತಿಪದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾಮೃತ ಸ್ವಾದನ ಸರ್ವಾತ್ಮಸ್ನಪನ ಪರಂ ವಿಜೇತೆ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸಂಕೀರ್ತನ ಸರ್ವಾತ್ಮಸ್ನಪನ ಪರಂ ವಿಜಯತೆ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸಂಕೀರ್ತನ ಚೇತು ದರ್ಪಣ ಮಾರ್ಜನ ಭವಮಹಾದವಾಗ್ನಿ ನಿರ್ವಾಪನ ಶ್ರೇಯಕೈರ್ವ ಚಂದ್ರಿಕಾ ವಿತರಣ ವಿದ್ಯಾವಧು ಜೀವನ ಆನಂದ ಬುದ್ಧಿವಾದನ ಪ್ರತಿಪದ ಪೂರ್ಣಾಮೃತ ಸ್ವಾದನ ಸರ್ವಾತ್ಮಸ್ನಪನ ಪರಂ ವಿಜೇತೆ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಸಂಕೀರ್ತನ ಚೇತ ಆಫ್ ದ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ದರ್ಪಣ ದ ಮಿರರ್ ಮಾರ್ಜನ ಕ್ಲೆನ್ಸಿಂಗ್ ಭವ ಆಫ್ ಮಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಎಕ್ಸಿಸ್ಟೆನ್ಸ್ ಮಹಾದಾವಾಗಿ the blazing forest fire nirvapanam extinguishing shreha of good fortune kairava the white lotus chandrika the moonshine vitaranam spreading vidya of all education vadhu wife jeevanam the life ananda of bliss ambudi the ocean vardhanam increasing pratipadam at every step purna amrita of the full nectar aswadanam giving a taste sarva for everyone atmasnapanam bathing of the self param transcendental vijayate let there be victory shri krishna sankirtanam for the congregational chanting of the holy name of krishna 
Translation, please repeat after me. Let there be all victory for the chanting of the holy name of Lord Krishna, which can cleanse the mirror of the heart and stop the miseries of the blazing fire of material existence. That chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living beings. It is the life and soul of all education. The chanting of the holy name of Krishna expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life. It gives a cooling effect to everyone and enables one to taste full nectar at every step. Om Gyanam Tirandasya Gyanam Janashalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasme Shri Gurave Maha Sri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stapitam Jaina Bhutale Swam Rupa Kadamakim Dadati Swapadantikam Vancha Kalpa Tirubhesha Kripasan Hubyevacha Patitanam Pavanebhya Vaishnavebhya Namo Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Peshtaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishishishunyavadi Paschata Deshatayine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasadi Gauravakta Binda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Jai Srimad Chaitanya Chaitamrita Ki Jai Sri Goranga Mahaprabhu Ki Jai Sri Shikshastakam Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Sri Gora Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Nitai Gora Pramananda by the way, this Gaurabhaktabrinda is very interesting because, you know, you'll notice some of us repeating it a lot. Gaurabhaktabrinda means who gives complete pleasure. Complete pleasure. We're all looking for happiness in our lives, but we're not satisfied because it's not complete. You can only become satisfied when it's complete. Just like when you're hungry and you're eating a meal, then when the meal allows you to completely... Um, take care of your hunger, overcome the hunger, then you feel satisfied. If it partly takes care of the hunger, you feel unsatisfied. You didn't have the full meal. So like that, Gaurabhaktabrinda means those who are the followers of Lord Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who himself is the cause of all happiness, the cause of all complete happiness. And so his followers actually bring about the little parts of that great happiness, complete happiness together when they come together which is why we call it Sankirtan. Sankirtan means we're coming together and we're glorifying the Lord. We're chanting the holy names of the Lord like that. So um, so why is this verse so very important? So this verse is very important because we should know the history of how this verse came to be. So I'm going to be telling you part of it because the history is very long. The history started many, many 
trillions of years ago. Actually, from the history that we know of, it's two and a half cycles of Lord Brahma's life. And Lord Brahma's life in one cycle is 311 trillion years. So if you multiply that by two and a half, that goes to over 750 trillion years. I mean, that's with a T, okay? Right? It's unheard of that anybody would know so much history. So this goes back all the way from that. In fact, in fact, it goes earlier than that, but that history is probably lost, and so we don't know. So since time immemorial, something happened that actually caused this situation to arise in the way that it did uh, for this verse. So I'm going to tell you a very small part of that history and so that it gives you an idea, and it'll be enough for you to understand why this verse is the most important verse that you can ever read in your life. Because this starts everything off, and the whole set of eight verses actually contain absolute knowledge, the supreme absolute truth. Actually, Krishna coming himself in the form of eight verses, in eight standards, as poetry. It's not just poetry is written about him, he becomes the poetry himself. So the story, this story is about a pastime that happened in Vrindavan when Krishna appeared on this planet. Now this goes back many, many, many trillions of years, like I said, but this history repeats itself over a number of times. So I'm just going to talk about when it happened this time. So this time when it happened, as we know, Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead and he does amazing, amazing things. We can see, Jai Shishi Radha Kalachanji Ki Jai. So we can see, like in these paintings around, how Krishna is performing different types of pastimes, and his pastimes are always very unusual. Like, I'll give you an example of the pastime uh, where he's lifting the Govardhan Hill. It doesn't show it in the painting, but below the level, the ground level, Krishna created seven planetary systems. Now, you know, we have right now three planetary systems, right? The hellish planetary systems, the middle planetary systems, and the heavenly planetary systems like that. So he created seven planetary system below him. So his devotees could enjoy in all those planetary systems to their heart's extent. Because one thing about devotees, uh, devotees are party animals. They love parties. Everything is a party. You know? Even when somebody leaves their body, it's still a party. You know? It's called a disappearance festival. It's always a festival like that. So in Vrindavan, the devotees are very much like that. They love partying. In fact, they party all the time. That's why Prabhupada said, Hare Krishna movement means to chant, feast and dance. Because it's a party, right? When you're singing, it's a party. When you're dancing, it's a party. When you're feasting, it's still a party. You see what I'm saying? Like that. So, in this, in his pastimes, his uh, consort, Radharani, came and joined him in Vrindavan. Actually, she came before he came. And Radharani is a very, very, very amazing personality. Just totally amazing. You, nobody can ever understand Radharani. It said only three people understand Radharani. Herself, um, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who is actually Radharani uh, himself, is Krishna with the mood of Radharani, and another great devotee known as Madhavendra Puri. These three are the only ones. Even Krishna did not cannot understand Radharani. And you will see in this story how that unfolds. But she is an amazing, amazing personality, and she is our original mother. She is described in the Vedas as the Adi Lakshmi, the Adi Saraswati and the Adi Durga. From her come these three personalities. They represent her. And in fact, the word Madhava, because we've heard many times Madhava, right? The word Madhava, Madhava Krishna, uh, Shishirada Madhava, 
like that. So Madhava is actually a combination also of Brahma, Vishnu, and, and Mahesh. You know, these three great triumvirate personalities in the material world, right? So Madhava is the unity of these three, like that. Amazing, amazing things like this is available in the knowledge in Krishna consciousness. So anyway, once what was happening was, Radharani has a very nice set of friends, her gopi friends, and it is her servants, those are her servants, and it is their servants, 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 that we aspire to become. We aspire to become what is called gopir bhartu padakamaleur dasa dasa nadasa, which means we are the servants of the servants of the servants, many times removed of the gopis of braja, who themselves are the servants of Radharani. And what is all the purpose of all this service? It's actually to show love to Krishna. They want to out. Krishna is such a powerful personality. All these people love him and he challenges them and loves them back more than they can love him. Can you imagine that? I mean, there are billions and billions of Lakshmis, by the way. Not just one Lakshmi. You only know one Lakshmi and everybody chases the one Lakshmi. You get some little bit of money in their hands. But actually billions of Lakshmis run after Krishna. And Krishna is actually giving them all sorts of happiness and pleasure because they're, they're giving him so much happiness, he actually uh, challenges them and gives them happiness like that. So oftentimes, the gopis will get together and they'll sort of do some strategic planning. How are we going to serve Krishna this time so that Krishna will become truly happy, he'll become really happy, and we'll knock him out so he can't make us happier than that. We'll challenge him. We're better than you are, like that. So the gopis were sitting with Krishna, with Radharani, and they were talking, and there's a huge kunja. Kunja means it's a, a location, just like a hall that we have in this world. Sometimes you go to a hall, and it's a very big hall, right? Like the Carnegie Hall. Any of you been to the Carnegie Hall? No? Okay. It's a huge hall, right? It's a very famous place. Many great things happen there, right? So like that, but this is in the forest. And it's an amazing hall, by the way, in the forest. It's not built with you know walls of uh, wood and concrete and things like that like our junk buildings are built of. But they, there they build them out of uh, the trees. They normally form the shapes so that they actually form like walls. The clouds become the, um, become the, uh, the, the roof line. And they're layers of crowds, clouds. So they are multi-story hall. You know what I mean? It's not just one story. The, sto- the stories go up millions of, 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 of levels like that, all the way through the sky. It's amazing how it happens. It goes all the way, by the way, to Brahmaloka. That's how big those halls are. Okay? So Radharani and her gopis are in this place. Wonderful place. It's like a forest. You can see some trees in the forest. Uh, rivers, this, that, and the other. Nice animals fro- uh, frolicking. The birds, this, that. And there are two particular birds that always hang around when this happens. And those two birds are uh, 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 Shuka and Sari. Shuka is Radharani's parrot. And Sari is Krishna's parrot. And these two will know everything that's happening about the two. Why? Because the two of them are constantly debating which of the two is better. Who is the greater one here? Is Krishna better or Radharani better? And these two uh, speak on behalf of their masters. Why my master is great. Like that. They don't say better, but why they're great. But with the intention to show my master is it. You know what I mean? That's like that. So these two birds know everything. So they were there on the branch sitting like that. And there was a nice discussion going on. And bolt out of the blue, this beautiful girl appears, and she walks, she's walking down the pathway coming towards them. And they're looking at this girl, and they're thinking, wow, we've never seen this girl before. She's so beautiful. 
And once Sukha and Sari saw the girl, they fainted. They started hanging upside down on the branch. You know how they're sitting on the branch, right? And they fell down, they're hanging upside down. Because she was so beautiful, they became, they fainted. Now, by the way, Sukha and Sari are always looking at Krishna and Radharani. Okay? Now we can imagine how beautiful Krishna is and how beautiful Radharani is. Okay? There's nobody more beautiful. But to knock out people like that, that means you must have some real great beauty. You know? So here's this beautiful girl walking down. And, you know, she's got a little golden complexion. And so then Radharani, because in their system what happens is Radharani will lead the discussion because she's the boss. You know, not like here, everybody competes to become the boss. There, nobody competes to become the boss. Everybody competes to serve like that. And that's why it's so beautiful. The arrangement is so beautiful. But Radharani is the undisputed queen. So Radharani asked this girl, my, my, uh, my fair maiden, who are you? I've never seen you before. You're so beautiful. In fact, I think that my beauty is nothing compared to yours. And I think everyone here will agree with me. Who are you? We've never seen you before. So she said, I'm just a simple girl, and I've come from the demigod kingdom. I'm from the demigod kingdom, and I've come. And she said, I'm, I'm very disturbed, and I want you to help me so that I can go get over my disturbance, get over my unhappiness, because I'm truly very unhappy. So Radha said, what happened? What, what makes you unhappy? She says, well, you know, I have noticed, I've been noticing the pastimes of you and Krishna and Balaram and all these wonderful gopis and the wonderful gopas and the mothers and the fathers and the uncles and the aunts and the cows and the calves and, you know, there's a whole bunch of them, right? It's a whole, whole retinue going on. And I cannot understand why you love Krishna. And Radhani was like, wow, what a question, right? Bang, the first question, why do you love Krishna so much? You know? And Radhani said, why? He says, well, he doesn't deserve it. You deserve better. So, she's nonplussed. She says, well, why are you saying this? So he starts giving evidence. He says, you remember when you were doing uh, the Ras Leela, and then you were right into the dance, and suddenly Krishna just took off. You know? He didn't care that he was in the dance, and you were happy and everything. He just walked away. And how unhappy you became, and how you went looking for him, how he hid from you, and you're thinking, this is my lover, why is he hiding from me? Like that, she, she started giving evidence after evidence after evidence, and the gopis were clapping and saying, yeah, we've been telling Radharani this, that he's a rascal, the guy can't stand straight, he's bent in three places, his flute is crooked, his stick is crooked, his character is crooked, everything about him is crooked. Why are you so much chasing this boy? This black boy. They actually call him a rascal. This black rascal. Radharani is very patiently listening. And so she continues giving more evidence and more evidence. And the gopis say, see, we, she proved it. She's right, Radharani. You should not actually give your heart to such a person. He doesn't deserve it. Okay, now a little background. This beautiful girl is actually Krishna himself. And he cannot understand why Radharani loves him so much. Even he cannot understand. He knows. He makes mistakes at times in his relationship with her. And every time he does, she goes into a, a particular type of uh, emotion. Anybody know the name of that emotion? Remember the name of the emotion? It's called Man. Very good. And in Man, she becomes so angry 
She becomes so thoroughly angry that her body shakes with anger. And then she tells Krishna, stay away from me, don't ever come back in front of me again. I don't want to see you again ever in my life. And she'll walk away. And then her gopis and gopas and particularly Lord Ramachandra with his bow and arrow will stop Krishna from coming to Radharani. He can't he cannot come near Radharani. So he actually prays to be able to come to the place where her feet touch the grass so that he can actually just kiss the grass and feel some uh, assuaging of his love for Radharani. To that extent, even that they won't allow him to do. No, you stay out of the zone. You stay out of the kunj. You're outside. You're no longer. I've told stories about that, how Krishna was kicked out of the kunj by, uh, by uh, Rupa Manjari like that, you know, things like that. So anyway, but uh, this girl does not give up. She actually shows more proof. And Radharani is thinking, how does she know so much? She knows all the times when Krishna messed up, you know. He can, she can really perfectly and tell it convincingly, you know, like that. So the gopis are convinced that she has convinced Radharani. So then Radharani lets her talk, 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 talk like that. And after that she says, okay, you done? You finished talking? You got some more to say? Anything more to say? And, and so this girl says, no. I think I've said enough. And she said, yeah, you've said a lot. But let me tell you, you're wrong. Right out of the bat, Radhani says, you're wrong. So he's taken back. Wow, all the things I said, how can I be just be wrong? He says, you have no understand. He's a man. What do you expect a man to be like? He's going to be unfaithful. It's the nature of men to be unfaithful. <laughs> so Radhani gives it back in a way that wow, she's got strength in speech, you know. And so she starts explaining why one should not look at why what few times Krishna actually causes pain to us, but look at so many times when he gives us so much pleasure, right? How many times he's given us so much pleasure? In all of these pastimes here that we see on the wall, Krishna is giving pleasure to the inhabitants of Goloka. And so she started recounting all the times Krishna is giving pleasure to her and the gopis. And saying, how can you actually, for the few times that he misbehaves, that you now are going to characterize him by his misbehavior. Why not look at all the great times that he does things? And she starts rattling off one reason after another reason after another reason. And Krishna is astonished. I don't trust myself as much as she trusts me. I don't love myself as much as Radharani loves me. Then he realizes why she's such a happy person. And he was always thinking, why is Radharani happier than me? I am the supreme personality of Godhead. I am the origin of everything. She is my expansion. How is that she is happier than I am? That he could not understand. And he wanted to taste that. He wanted to taste that. So then he says to Radharani, the way you're talking, it's like Krishna is your, is your, your object. He's your plaything. You can do anything you want with Krishna. She says, yeah, that's true. I can. Krishna is thinking, oh my God. She has no idea who is speaking to her, right? And he's thinking, how can she say that? I'm the supreme personality of God. What do you mean I'm your plaything? You can do anything you like with me. He says, well, if that's the case, I want you to prove it. So Radha says, go ahead, tell me. What do I have to do to prove it? She says, you manifest Krishna here right now. Manifest him here right now. If you're so great and you can control him, have him come here right now. And and this girl is totally confident there's no way Radharani is going to be able to do it. Why? 
because she's there herself, right? <laughs> In this beautiful female form. How is she going to make Krishna appear there when he's right here? You know, that's not going to happen. So Radhani goes into a nice uh, uh, meditation pose, you know, sadhu pose, and she sits down, closes her eye, and she starts meditating. And Krishna can see she's serious. She is determined. She's going to bring Krishna in front of her. She starts meditating, meditating, meditating. Then he notices that her color changes to his color. She's becoming bluish black. Normally she's golden white. But here she's becoming bluish black. So Krishna is wondering, oh my God, is she going to become Krishna? That'll be a shame. I'm Krishna and she's going to be Krishna and I'm going to be a beautiful girl standing next to her. (laughs) How is this going to happen, you know? So he's starting to get a little worried now. That wow, that her meditation is really powerful. This is very powerful meditation. So she keeps meditating. Then Krishna notices that his hand color is changing. It's going bluish black. You know, he was, this girl was a beautiful golden white girl. And she's becoming blue. And then he notices, he's touching his hair. And there's a peacock feather there. He said, they didn't wear any peacock feather when I came. How the peacock feather came up here, you know? Then he looks at his hand. This is a sash and a flute is stuck in it. Then he looks at himself and his color changing to a yellow cloth. You know, Pitambari that he wears. Next thing he notices is, he's Krishna himself. He's no longer that girl. He becomes full Krishna himself. So Radharani opens eyes and says, Oh Krishna, you have come. <laughs> Where's that beautiful girl? I wanted to show her because she said, I cannot manifest you. But here you are. So Krishna realizes, Wow, this love is so powerful. This love of Radharani is so powerful. I have to now find out what does she do to make this have so much love? So he decides that he's going to become Goranga Mahaprabhu. He's going to come in Kali Yuga and become Goranga. 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 So he comes. So that is who Goranga Mahaprabhu is. He's Krishna, but with the mood of Radharani. He wants to understand. Now, there is no person more powerful than Goranga Mahaprabhu. He is the topmost personality because he is the combination of Krishna and Radharani both. Right? And normally when you combine two, you say one plus one equals two, right? But in this case, it's one plus one equals many billions and trillions. It multiplies exponentially the power of the both coming together. That personality wanted to show us that love so that we can experience that love. Can you imagine that? I mean, there's no way we can experience so much love. We are such limited personalities. It is not possible for us to, to, uh, uh, to actually experience such love. But he wanted that to happen. And, he, and you'll notice everything in the Vedas is why the different languages use different words. For example, in English, what is one of the words they use for someone who they love? She is my... Sorry? My darling. Yeah, what else? My beloved. My, my sweetheart. Sometimes my, huh? Yeah, my Myanmar. So, but also my flame, right? They say my flame. She is my flame. She is the flame of my heart. She sets my heart on fire with love. I mean, if you hear some of the English songs and Hindi songs and other songs, (laughs) I can sing you songs about these flames. You know? That's beautiful songs. And we used to become so engrossed with these songs and we used to become romantic and everything. And we had no idea that all this came from Goranga Mahaprabhu. 
Did you know when Goranga Mahaprabhu was on the planet, there were such things as Hindi movies? How many of you know that? There were Hindi movies at the time when Goranga Mahaprabhu was on the planet. Well, Hindi songs, let me put it this way, not so much movies. There were movies, but they were drama. How many of you knew there were Hindi songs? Just like the Hindi songs now, right? People sing them all the time. Indians know Hindi songs so much. They, they sing Hindi songs, or Telugu songs, or Gujarati songs, or whatever it is. English songs, uh, you know, Spanish songs, or whatever it is. My point is, he used to sing those songs. When the singers would create the songs, he would also sing. But he would sing in the mood of Radharani singing to Krishna. Like that, that's all. And people used to wonder, why is he singing all these, uh, you know, filmy songs, these, uh, you know, colloquial songs, ordinary songs. It was because he had so much love in his heart for, for Krishna. Like that. And because she's Radharani herself. So, uh, himself. So, actually, um, so Krishna, Krishna, as Goranga Mahaprabhu, wanted us to experience this, so he comes and he performs his pastimes. And when he performs his pastimes, he wants us to know the essence of everything. What is the essence of this love? How can you create this love in your heart in a way that your heart will burst with joy, will actually expand so the whole creation can fit inside your heart with pure love? And wouldn't that be nice if everybody just had pure love for one another? This world would be a great world, right? You wouldn't need to go back to Godhead. You don't have to go to the kingdom of God, because the kingdom of God is right here. So Krishna wanted us to experience that. To experience that, he sang these verses, the first of which is the verse that I just sang. And in that, he said there were seven flames. These seven flames will consume creation. What are those seven flames? The first flame is that this process of Sankirtan will create those seven flames. Like you noticed when uh, the girls were chanting here and you know, and oftentimes other devotees are chanting here and everybody's singing and dancing so nicely and Kirtan 50 you'll notice that, you know, everybody's so much wrapped in singing and dancing like that. That is called Sankirtan. So, Param Vijayate Shri Krishna Sankirtanam. That it is this Kirtan that will bring all uh, uh, levels of victory at every level from the lowest level of physics to the highest level of pure love of Godhead. Like that. All of this, all these happinesses will be created by this Sankirtan movement. And this Sankirtan will create seven flames. The first flame is that it will cleanse the mirror of the heart. Because it is our heart that has become contaminated with material uh, ideas, material desires, which are actually not conducive to our happiness. We think it is conducive to our happiness. It's actually conducive to the happiness of the mind, the intelligence, the false ego. But the soul is not happy with that. You cannot buy the soul with any amount of money. You might remember in the pastime of Jesus Christ, Satan offered him the whole creation, right? And said, I give you the whole creation. Just give your soul to me and I will give you the whole creation. And what did Jesus reply? What value is the whole creation if one has sold his own soul? Right? So the soul is not interested in any amount of money. It is not interested in any amount of fame. It is not interested in any amount of power, knowledge. You know the six opulences, right? It's not interested in all of these combined. What the soul is interested in is love. Pure love is what the soul is interested in. That is why true love can defeat anything and everything, and everything put together cannot defeat true love. That is why that saying is there. Because the soul's nature is to love. We say to serve, but serve means 
It is the expression of love. The word serve in Sanskrit means expression of love. So this is the nature of the soul. And so the first thing is that we want to clean, cleanse the mirror of our heart so that at least we can see ourselves. Because just like when you're looking at a mirror and it's covered by layers and layers and layers and layers of dust, what will you be seeing in the mirror? Nothing. You'll be seeing dust. You'll be seeing dirt. So first you have to cleanse the mirror. So now it reflects properly. Now you can see yourself properly in the mirror. How beautiful you look, how handsome you look. And you can say to the mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the most beautiful of them all? You see? <laughs> but first you've got to cleanse the mirror. And the mirror is the mirror of our heart because the Lord resides in our heart as Paramatma. This is the Supreme Lord, Krishna, sitting in our heart. Goranga Mahaprabhu is sitting in our heart. Our spiritual master is sitting in our heart. All the devotees are sitting in our heart. So we want to cleanse the heart first. Now we can see the whole pastime unravel and then we can have a great uh, festival, a real festival. Number two, it stops the miseries of the blazing fire of material existence. Because this material existence is going to cause problems. Nobody in this world can think, I have no problems, there is going to be no problem, I'll walk out of this building, everything will be fine. No, everything may not be fine. Suddenly something may happen outside, bam, 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 and a whole bunch of people got killed, and there's a big story in the newspaper, uh, at the front of the Hare Krishna temple in Dallas, so many people got slaughtered. Right? This can happen at any time. Anything can go wrong at any time in this world. It says that in the Vedas. Padam, padam, yeah? Vipadam. Vipadam means there is danger at every step. So what will correct that, what will destroy that is Sankirtan. So that's why it says it stops the miseries of the blazing fire of material existence. Just like a blazing fire is very hard to stop, right? How do they stop a blazing fire when it's really blazing? What do they pray for? They pray for rain. Because even the choppers going and throwing all this wonderful chemicals down to douse it, doesn't douse it because the flame is so big, it cannot be doused by any man-made method. You need rain and torrents of rain. Then the forest fire will actually stop. So similarly, we need the, the torrents of Lord Chaitanya's mercy. We want it to rain Lord Chaitanya's mercy. And how does it rain Lord Chaitanya's mercy? It rains in the form of each and every one of us. Each and every one of us is like a droplet. So we've got to flood this world with Krishna conscious followers. Then the whole world will become no more misery. Because you notice when you come to the temple, what is one characteristic when you come to the temple and Kirtan happens? What is the characteristic? Do you feel miserable? You feel misery is gone, right? You feel you wish this could continue all the time. You leave here and you're back again in the, in the in the bind again, right? And you feel like, man, I wish you could just have the same thing that happened inside. The temple room happened outside too. Well, it does. And how it happens is we all go out and become the small ambassadors of the love of Gauranga Mahaprabhu. Number three, flame number three. That chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune for all living entities. Waxing means it's a growing moon, right? When the moon grows from new moon to full moon, it's a really exciting time in life. It's called the bright fortnight. And people plan to do things in the bright fortnight because then their activities will similarly grow and become bigger and bigger. So this is the... Uh, chanting is the waxing moon that spreads the white lotus of good fortune. The white lotus is a rare lotus, by the way. It's very, very rare to find a lotus that's pure white in color. And it's all pure good fortune for all living entities, by the way, not just some. 
Number four, it is the life and soul of all education. And in fact, we've noticed since the Hare Krishna schools have started around the world and other Krishna conscious schools that are not run by the Hare Krishna movement, but they're Krishna conscious, amazing things have been happening in these schools. Amazing, amazing things have been happening in these schools. And more and more of this is going to happen as the schools spread. And we will see that the children who come out of it, because some of you, have you ever, how many of you have ever seen TKG Academy students performing? Okay. And how many of you would say, from those who put your hands up, that when you saw it, you thought it was all very boring, it was blah. Put your hands up. I'm just putting my hand up so I can encourage you to put your hands up. You can see, they're very interesting, right? These children are so beautiful. They look like, you know, from, from another planet or something when they're together. They're so beautiful, they've got so much love and devotion in their hearts, this, that, and the other, right? And we become encouraged ourselves as elder people looking at them, thinking, wow, this is so nice. Krishna consciousness is so beautiful. Like that. Okay, number five. The chanting of the holy name of Krishna expands the blissful ocean of transcendental life. By the way, it is said that everybody in this world, whatever they're doing, it's because they think it's going to make them blissful. That's why they're doing it. They're going for pleasure. They're looking for pleasure. And this is the one that will expand that pleasure into a blissful ocean. And those of us who are devotees, by the way, those of us who have spent like 10, 15, 20 years, considerable amount of time, how many of you feel that the real bliss in life you came to only see and experience when you joined the Hare Krishnas? Put your hands up. Yeah, it's a fact. It's an actual fact. Real bliss. Why? Because this is where the real bliss is. Because Krishna is here. Goranga Mahaprabhu is here. That's why the bliss is here. Like that. Number six. It gives a cooling effect to everyone. We can see people heat up all the time. Right? The arguments. And what do we say when people get very angry? Just chill. Chill out. Cool down. Cool it. Right? And people even say, I'm cool. <laughs> means everything's okay. I'm cool. You can see, right? So here, this is the one that gives the cooling effect to everyone. Not just those who are devotees, to everyone. Because everyone is a child of Krishna. Everyone will benefit from this. You'll be amazed, some of us who actually go out and meet people with nothing to do with Krishna consciousness, when we tell them about these things, they become amazed by it. They think, wow, how come never anybody told us about this before? How come we're hearing about it for the first time? I remember one person, he's a sadhu from India, and he was in America. And I was telling him about Goranga Mahaprabhu. And he said, I never heard about Goranga Mahaprabhu. So I'm a sadhu. I talk about Krishna all the time. Who is Goranga? <laughs> so when I told him about Goranga, he said, wow, this is amazing. How my father and mother never told me about this. I'm so unhappy. Nobody ever told me. I had to come to America to learn about it. He became so happy, he decided that he was going to be now Goranga Mahaprabhu's follower. <laughs> this is what happens. There is no one like Goranga. That's why in this age, it is Goranitai that we promote in our lives. Because they are the special personalities that hardly anybody knows about. And when they do know about them, they become bowled over with happiness and bliss. And then finally, number seven, it says, enables one to taste full nectar at every step. And that's what we want. In our lives, we want full nectar. We don't want partial nectar. Partial nectar is better than nothing. A little is better than nothing. But we want the whole thing. We want the full enchilada, like we say. Right? 
So this is what provides it. These are the seven flames. These are our seven most important lovers. We should embrace these seven lovers. If you embrace these seven lovers, then you will become a true lover yourself and those around you will notice there's something different about you. And you will be doing things in this world that are totally amazing till the last breath of your life. Your life will never be uninteresting anymore. It will never be boring anymore. It will be every moment is exciting. In fact, the moments, the days will be flying back so fast that you'll be thinking, where did the day go? Where did the year go? 2019 came. We just did 2019, beginning of 2019, Kirtan 50. Any of you can remember Kirtan 50, 2019? I can still remember it. How I was dancing like crazy. I'm an older person and I don't like, I can't dance as much. But the Kirtan is such, it makes you dance. And you get really into it, you know, really into it. And it just happened moments ago and now 2019 is over. Uh, We're here to 2020. And then 2020 will be over. 2021 will be over. And soon we'll be breathing our last breath. And then where are we going after that? We better go to the right place. Let's not hang back again to this world and then more nonsense, more nonsense, and more nonsense. So this is little about the future. Our future. So be confident that it is the chanting of the holy names of Krishna. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. That will make everything happen. Be confident. Just keep doing it. It's going to happen. You will notice miracles will happen in your lives. And especially hang around those people who have such interest. Because, you know, this is very, very contagious. Once someone catches it, somebody else will catch it. So hang around such people. They're the ones who are going to give you the best fortunes in your life. No one else can give great fortune like the devotees of Krishna. The devotees of Goranga. Thank you very much. Hare Krishna. So now uh, we've gone well past our time as usual. And so now we'll um, go and enjoy a feast. And who's going to be talking about chanting the holy names right now? Who's leading the holy Oh, Dev Darshan Prabhu? Are you going to start Kirtan? Okay, alright. So thank you very much. Vanchakapa Thirubhascha Kripasandhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhya Vaishnavebhya Namo Nama Anantakoti Vaishnava Brindaki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai